Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's great to see everybody in the house today. What a beautiful crowd, beautiful smiling faces, and it's so great to see you today. Well, I, I just want to say I love my children. I have my beautiful daughter here. I don't know where my son's at. He slipped off the drums. There he is. I love you. Yeah, see, I just celebrated. We celebrated Mother's Day, and uh, she gave me these two beautiful children. And uh, I, I appreciate that. And uh, I was there for the fun part. But uh, <clears throat> he left on out of here. And you know what? The past 21 years for that one and 18 for this one has been a joy. I wouldn't have wanted to miss one minute of it. Um, there were a few minutes of hers I'd have missed. We'd have missed some of those tough times. But uh, we were just looking back this week. We, she got in my phone and was looking at all my, the pictures of her heart, this last heart surgery this past uh, year. And uh, it was a year ago. And uh, just this last weekend, we were looking through all those pictures and those funny faces she made. <laughs> and uh, we was laughing. And I took a lot of pictures of her. She didn't realize, why did you take so many pictures? I was when she was asleep. And I was just, every time she'd be asleep or I was taking pictures of her. And uh, she had her, she would wear glasses. And every time she'd go to sleep, I'd go and I'd try to take her glasses off her because I just couldn't stand her seeing her sleep. And every time I'd just about get them off, she'd wake up and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I need to see <laughs> What are you seeing? You're in ICU. You're asleep. And, uh, but she would not let me take those glasses off. And uh, so, you know, there, you, in, in life, you, you go through some tough situations with your kids, but you wouldn't trade a minute of it uh, because we love them. You know, as a father, uh, it is our job. Uh, you you, you want to protect your children. You want to keep them at any time. If I could have traded places I would have gladly done it. You can't stand to see your children suffer. Uh, you, you want them to have everything that you can give them. That's why as fathers we work hard. That's why we do everything we can do and work one, two, three jobs and whatever we do. All the hours that we work so that we're able to provide for our children. So that we can give them things and we can bless them and we can love them. And we can uh, help them not have the, maybe some of the struggles that we had. How many, your desires of father that your children uh, have a little bit easier than you did? And then our desire, you know what, we, 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 we know the struggles and the things, and so uh, we, we, we try to, to provide for them. That's our, our heavenly father. He wants to provide. He's a provider. He's a giver. And uh, we're going to just talk a little bit today about why you were built. You are built to serve. Dads are just built different than moms. Uh, you know, we don't get too emotional about things. Uh, we, uh, we're, we're a little more daring. Uh, we play a lot rougher. And uh, we like tickle fights. Moms are not so, so much on tickle fights. Moms, she don't like too much about tickle fights. But we like the tickle fights, and, you know. And mom's not so much on scaring. Uh, you know, we like to scare people. And so I, my, 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 my children grew up, you know, uh, getting scared. I'd hide behind their door and hide under their bed and hide and, you know, and I'd jump out and scare them. And now they're grown. Now they scare the fire out of me all the time. And uh, 
It's payback. I mean, I never know. I come in and Haley will be hiding behind something. She'll jump in the church here. They jump out and scare me. And I'm like, I'm too old for all this scaring. But I'm getting paid back for all those times. And, uh, you know, you just know better. As a husband, you know better than to scare your wife because you want to eat. And, uh, but uh, the kids, you know, we can... Uh, have a have a good time, and we've had lots of fun, and that's who they. It's it's that's the joy, that's the joy, and I I I pray that you're having the joy. Maybe uh, you're the uh, parents of toddlers, and uh, they're still waking up in the middle of the night, and you're changing diapers or whatever, and you hadn't got to the joy yet. It's coming, it's coming. Uh, maybe you're out there with a. a, 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 a teenager just now coming into their teens and uh, their mouth is a little smart and uh, you, you're, you're where's the joy it's coming uh, guess what here's the deal it's all joy it's all joy here's what happens as a parent and I look back and if I could give you some advice give these little couple right here some good advice they're just starting and uh, um, you got you got lots of fun years ahead of you but here's the deal don't rush every stage. See, right now, you're just trying to rush. I always say, baby, come on out. Come on, come on, come on. And you're just trying to rush this thing on. And then all of a sudden, I just can't wait till, you know, till they're sleeping all night. I can't wait till they're eating on their I can't wait till they're out of diapers. I can't wait till they're crawling. I can't wait till they're walking. I can't wait till they're doing this. And what happens, we're so looking for the next stage, we miss the stage they're in. And you'll never get that stage back. I saw London a while ago walking up here with her brother to give the offering. See, it wasn't no time ago she was just crawling, and we were trying to get her to walk. I taught her to crawl. I did. And uh, got her on the floor, and I got her knees and her hands, and I, I was doing this right here with her, and it went along. She was crawling. I said, see there, Uncle Samuel taught her to crawl. And uh, so, but, you know, all of a sudden, they get to their feet, and they realize they can walk. And they don't want to crawl anymore. And so enjoy every stage with your children. Don't rush them. Don't push them. Just enjoy it because you, you, you look back and you go, wow, I wish I could get that time back. And you can't. You know, God enjoys every stage of your life. We're all, we're all growing. We're all, God sees where we're going. He sees what we're going to be. But he, he, he's enjoying you know, it, it breaks his heart when we fall down. When we see our children fall and skin their knee, you know, we get up and we, we kiss their, their pain away and we try to clean them up. And that, that doesn't bring us joy when they're hurt, but uh, it, it's a joy to see them ride that bicycle. It's a joy to see them try those new things. And uh, God is enjoying us doing those things. God created you for a purpose. You know, he, he created all the, uh, his creation for a purpose. And they do what they're created to do. Animals have instincts, and uh, they have these things in them, and they just do. Uh, I don't know if you've ever uh, seen bird dogs, uh, but they are very precise. They, they're, they have been trained to do different things, and uh, they're good at it, and there's no uh, luck involved. They didn't just all of a sudden, no, it's from breeding. And I mean, when all of a sudden you let them out and man, they take off and they're heading out there and their movements and I mean, they can hear things that you can't hear and see things that you can't see. And all of a sudden when they stop 
And they point, and all of a sudden, there it is. You better get ready, because they're about to rustle up some birds. And I'm, all of a sudden, and you look at them, and you go, well, and that's a lot of work. It, it's, it's, man, it's busy, and it's a lot of work. But you know what? They, they can't wait to get out of their kennel to go do it. It's what they're trained for. It's what they're bred for. It's in their nature. And they just love it. Bird dogs love to hunt birds. So it's, it's just what they do. And they're having their most fun when they're running through the woods and searching and hunting and pointing out and all those things. And so it's generations of breeding and years of training that brought them to that. But see, the thing of the matter is, is that we were bred, we were created, we were formed, and we have something in us. We were created for something, and we're not happy until we're doing it. If, we, if, if we're having to be drug out of our kennel every morning, <laughs> okay, so sometimes you just can't wait to get back in it. If, if it's a dread and a, a, you just can't, I just, oh, I don't even want to get up and get out and get going, you know. Sometimes, I mean, we're not reaching our full potential. And we're not doing what God has called us to do. We were built to serve. You see, fathers, if you think, if you're wanting to be served, now, today's a good day. Now, we're going to sit back and just let the kids take care of us and buy us lunch or do something. And, uh, you know, we're going to sit back today and we're just going to, you know, be, be pampered and be blessed. But see, fathers, we're built, we're built to work. God formed and created us different. We have different strength, different stamina, different mobbing. God had created to put it a desire. We want to provide. We want to work. We want to get out and we want to do something. You were built to serve. God has called you to serve your family, to serve your spouse, to serve your children. God has called you to build a house, but not just a house. God's called you to build a home. Can I get a big amen? amen. Now, today, you say, Pastor Samuel, what are you going to give me for Father's Day? I'm going to give you today what all fathers want, a short sermon. <laughs> All of you have seen, uh, you know, these exceptional cars. Men, we like cars, don't we? We like sports cars. We like fast cars. My wife loves the Dodge Prowler. And uh, I saw one this week on the lot. And I pulled in. She said, where are you going? We're going to look at this car. And, uh, I mean, it's gorgeous, convertible. You know, you've seen the Prowler? You know, it's the one that's pointing in the front. And the wheels are out to the sides and everything. And I said, come on, let's drive it. We ain't buying it. We're just going to act like we are. We're going to drive it. And so... <laughs> that's her dream car. She's like, I'm going to buy her one one day. And uh, so she would not even get in and drive it. Like, what's wrong with you? I got in it. I sat in it, you know, and I was like, you want to drive? She's like, uh-uh. Okay, let's go then. Told the man, thank you. It was fun just to sit in it. You see, we just like cars. We like to look under the hood. We, you know, that guy really thought we was going to buy something. So we're not here buying it. We're just looking. We're dreaming. I mean, tell you, the, 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 the curves, the way it was built, the engine, everything, you just, you look at it, and guys, we just like, mm, we like it. We like trucks. We like, to, we like big tires. We just like, you know, we just, we, we like loud engines, and we just, 
like the sound of guns and we're just built different. You know, women don't care about that kind of stuff. They don't want to get muddy. They don't want grease on their fingers. They're not interested in any of that stuff. They don't want, you know, blood and fish guts on them and all that kind of stuff. That's just not romantic. But that's, that's, we like that kind of stuff. Amen? That's the way guys are built. But you're built to do a job. And if you're not doing that, if you, if you look at all of that and you go, well, why, why am I made up like this? And, you know, why am I, and you, you miss the whole purpose, then you're not going to be happy. It's not about having one single thing that you're good at. You know, some are stronger, some are smarter, some are braver, some make things grow, some figure things out. It's not having that one special thing. It's not being, you know, you don't have to be super dad. You don't have to be Superman, though my wife thinks I am. Uh, but it's not about what it's about. It's about knowing what you're created for and just doing your very best. You know, there's one thing that my children can tell you about me, and that is I'm not perfect. They know I'm not perfect. I make mistakes, I fail. I've had to tell them I'm sorry before. I've had to tell them I was wrong before. If they didn't know I was wrong, their mother pointed it out. No, no problem. She, 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 she was okay with it. But some of our traits, listen, God has given us some talents and skills, and, but our, those things have to be worked on. Men, we don't just, you don't just say, well, I, I hope I can be a good follower. It takes practice. Some of us were honored and blessed to have good fathers. I had a wonderful father, and I miss my father. And uh, he was, I mean, he taught me everything that I know. And uh, I mean, we, I, he taught me electrical and plumbing and all the kind of stuff. Not very good. He just taught me enough to, I had to do it on my own. You know, right here, I, I was putting up that light. I said, Dad, there's three or four wires up here. Well, they shocked me. No, I don't think so. They almost knocked me off of the scaffold. He said, well, I didn't think it would. <laughs> I was putting in a toilet, and I was tightening up the wrench. And he said, son, don't, you, don't, you're going to tighten it too tight. You're going to break it. Here, let me do it. And he tightened it one more time. Pow, split right in two. He said, see, I told you it'd break I was so glad he did that. If I'd have broke that, I'd have never lived it down. We used to go work on plumbing stuff, and he'd lay at the, at the house at the opening, and he'd look under there, and he'd tell me what to, exactly what to do. Do this, do that, measure this, cut this. and That's how I learned as a kid. You know, just being there, and I look back now, and all the times, the, the fishing trips. We had lots of fun fishing. Never caught all that many fish. He caught more fish than anybody. But we liked to go fishing because we'd always stop by the store and we'd get drinks and Little Debbies and Cokes and Dr. Peppers. And we might not catch anything, but we had good fun eating. Cost Daddy lots of money to go fishing. But it was fun. You know, the, the, the hours, and I, I, I wish, you know, my, my kids can't even say this about me because I'm just not this way. I'm different. 
all during, I don't know, I don't know what it was about daddy. I guess he didn't require a lot of sleep. But, I mean, night after night, anytime you get up and go to the bathroom and get up and go get a drink, I would find him in the floor praying, you know, seeking God all during the night. My kids know anytime between 10 and 6, I'm asleep. I'm in bed. <laughs> That's where he's going to find me. And uh, every now and then I'll get up and pray, but I'll do my praying during the day when I'm awake because uh, I just need my beauty rest. But... Uh, and uh, there, there again, my children scare me all the time. They come in to tell me good night, and they'll, they'll, they'll shake me. And I, mean, I, I, I think somebody's got me. I'm jumping, screaming, and of course they think that's funny. But I, you know, just, just the, the example. Maybe you didn't have that kind of example. Maybe you uh, have a different story. But you know, whatever the thing is, you can be the kind of father that you need to be, but it takes practice. You can take the good examples of, of people you know and you can, you can use them or you can say, you know what, this, this was my bad experience and so you cannot do those things and do things better because here's the deal. No matter what gifts or what callings or what purpose or, or how good or, or all the special things that dad has, one thing that we are none of us immune to and that's sin. See, we have an adversary. The Bible says there's an adversary called the devil. And he is doing his best to mess up every situation. I mean, right now, the, the, the statistics are staggering. I'm talking up in the 70s and 80% of teenagers, of kids on drugs, runaways, in prison, uh, all the different things. They, they come from because of a lack of a father figure. Lack of fathers in the homes, lack of, uh, of supervision, lack of direction. But because there's something about a father that brings stability, something about a father that, that brings clarity, that brings, that kind of sets some guidelines and some rules, and sometimes has to be the uh, iron fist and the one to say no to that boy. No, you're not going out with that boy. No, no, no. You're wearing what? No, no, you're not. Come back in here. And so we have to play, be those hard. But, you know, sin is one thing that uh, kind of just gets in everything. It doesn't matter. Maybe you're the best businessman. But if you allow the enemy to get in and cause you and cause greed and, and, and cause selfishness, and uh, you, you really, listen, if, who are you really serving? Is it money or is it your family? Is it a boss? Is it, who, 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 what is your real dream? You see, when sin comes in, it takes and it, it, it clouds and it distorts. And what God gave you the talent and the ability to do as a father to provide for your family, all of a sudden now then we allow pride and greed and lust and all these things to infilter and it twists. And all of a sudden what we created to do, we're now destroying the very one that we were, God created us to, to provide for, we're not. See, what children need most is you. They need time. Yes, we all have to work, but they need time with you. Make sure you're giving them the time they need, that you're giving your spouse the time that she needs, that you are being the kind of father that God has called you to be. Serve and serve genuinely, serve truly. Amen. None of us have the traits to be perfect. Any perfect fathers in the house? 
<laughs> Only one hand. <laughs> Anybody want to join him? <laughs> In all of time, there's only been one man who was perfect. We know his name. Somebody tell me. Jesus. He took our sins away. Amen. He took all of our boastfulness, our selfishness, our jealousy. Amen. He nailed them all to the cross. 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Listen, I'm not righteous. I'm not perfect. But because of what Jesus did, I can be righteous. I can be the man that God has called me to be. I can repent of my sins. I can say I'm sorry. My children can see me fall and get back up. And they can see me come and pray. They can see tears of repentance and say, Lord, I'm sorry, and get back up and move on. And that teaches them that when they fall, because how many knows everybody fails? They need to know what to do. What do I do when I fall? You get back up. You say, I'm sorry. You repent and you move on and you do better next time. You see, because of his forgiveness, we can use our skills and our talents and our abilities and our righteousness for the purpose that God intended. Can I get a big amen? <coughs> it's those things that are for a purpose, for a benefit. They're for your family. They're for your co-workers. They're for your friends. They're for your strangers. They're for your communities. I'm telling you, anybody that you come in contact with, yeah, you have strangers, don't you? <laughs> Just strangers. Maybe not your strangers. But uh, <clears throat> when you look at it, when you look at your life, and you say, why did God give me the talent and the ability? Why do I like the things I like? Why do I do the things I do? Why am I made this way? See, you're built for a purpose, and I've said that several times. But what is that purpose? Galatians 5.13 says, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. So we've been given liberty. We've been given freedom. But it's not a freedom to do whatever I want to. Fathers have risen and say, well, I, I'm, I'm free to do what I want to, so I'll just walk off. I'll just leave. I'll just do this. I'll, just, I'll do whatever what I want to do. No, no, no. We've not been given liberty to do whatever we want to do. That's not what the liberty is for that Christ gave us. He said the liberty is not for an occasion for the flesh, but by love serve one another. You see, you have been built to serve your family. You've been built to serve your children, to serve your spouse. He's telling you to be the one you are in Christ, to do what he created you to do. Not as an occasion for the flesh to do whatever you want to do and say, forget everybody else. But that you take all your gifts and talents and ability and say, how can I use it to serve my family, there's no greater feeling of satisfaction. I don't know about you, but I mean, at night, one of the last things I do, go, you check all the doors. Why? Because I want my family safe. Check and make everything's locked up. 
I go to their rooms and I pray over them. I go to my room and I pray over my wife. And then I can lay my head on my pillow and go to sleep. Knowing that everybody's home, that everybody's safe. As your kids get older and they're out on their own and they're running the roads at all hours of the night. I don't even know what time you got home last night. He was in Louisiana. But you know what? You have to come to a point to where you just pray for them. And you say, Lord, they're in your hands. Any parents know what I'm talking about? Once they get to a point, I mean, you're there, they're, you know. Now, Haley's still a little different. She's not quite grown yet. So I still want her in at a certain hour. <laughs> it's hard to go to sleep till I know she's there. And I used to, my, I used to, couldn't understand why my mom, until your car's in the driveway. And I just, it's just hard, you don't understand that until you get one. And then all of a sudden, you're going to want to know where they at. You just can't rest because we're built that way. I mean, we got to know. We've got to protect them. We've got to hover over them and knowing that everything, because God created you to serve. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It's not going to be effortless. But when you remember that you were made and redeemed by Christ, and then nobody's going to have to drag you out of the kennel in the morning. I'm telling you, when the door opens, when you're, you're going to be ready to go. Where, am I, where are they at? Where, where's my family? Where's my kids? I'm ready, I'm ready to go to work so I, can, so I can earn a living, so I can put some more food on the, on the table, so I can put some clothes on their back, so I can provide for their education, so that I can bless them, so I can help push them toward their dream, and so I can help them be all that God's called them to be. And when you realize that I'm created to serve, and I'm created to, to, to build and love and serve my family, then you're not going to be happy. If you're being selfish and trying to get folks to serve you because you're built to serve. Not for an occasion of the flesh. Not to be selfish or prideful or boast. But that you can give. And no, because there's nothing. You know, guys, don't it feel good when you build something and you step back and look at it. And you go, I did that. And your wife goes, what are all these parts? And, oh, those are extra. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the instructions? I don't need no instructions. I know how it goes. It feels good. You did it. You did it all by yourself. And it may not work and it may be a little crooked, but you did it. Thank God. Because we're men. That's what we do. And we're not lost. We just hadn't got there yet. We'll let you know when we get there. But serving each other is what we do as Christians. It's what we do. It's we do it because we love it. We do it because it's our calling. So think about how God made you. He has given you the right talents, the right abilities. I don't know what you can do. Do you work with your hands, with your mind? What what, what has God given you the talent and ability to do? How do you provide for your family? How do you build them? He's given you the ability to be the right father, the grandfather, the uncle, the brother, the son. And remember, amen, as a man of God, you've been reborn as a believer in Christ to serve people. 
So don't, don't let sin get in the way. Don't let selfishness, don't let pride, don't let watching other people and going, well, I want to be like them and that. I want what they have. And listen, there's nothing more rewarding than raising successful children. Raising your kids and getting them and putting them out in the world and seeing them do great things. That's a good feeling. I'm going to have that feeling someday. When they get out in the world and do something. <laughs> like get a job or something. I don't know. I've loved every minute of taking care of them. And I know one day they're going to pick me out a nice retirement home <laughs> and pay for it. That's going to be good. Come visit me. Feed me applesauce. Change me like I did y'all. Payback. (laughs) I've got one more scripture I'm going to read to you guys, but I'm going to call you up here first. I want to give you something. Share this last scripture with you and just pray over you. We're going to go out and we're going to serve. So I'm going to ask all of our fathers in the house, if you're a father, I want you to stand to your feet, come walk, stand, sit if you need to sit on the front seat, you can. Come and join me right here in the front. Wow, there's some, some nice looking men here, isn't it? I think all the ladies are to give all these guys a big hand clap. Wow. Tell you what, men, we, we have a good job. We have, the, we have a good job. It's, we've got the part, the, you know, mamas, they, they, do, they, they work 24-7 and clean up all of our messes. We get to play with the kids, and we get to do a lot of fun things. And I help. I pray that you help her, because you know, as a you need to. Fathers help your wives more, and um, but you know, we, we have a great job. You've been given a job to serve, and I want to read you another scripture, and then I want to. Um, I'm going to ask these teenagers to come and help me this morning. We're going to give them some gifts, but this is Ephesians chapter number three and number seventeen. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend. There's something I want you to comprehend this morning. And that is, what is the breadth, the length, and the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ. Now this morning, I'm sure, I don't think that I can measure 
the height and depth and breadth and width of my love for my children because it's just big. But I'm here to tell you this morning that I wish you could comprehend, but we can't, how much your heavenly Father, God Almighty, Jesus His Son, loves you. You men who are standing here, He has a plan, He has a purpose, He has a calling. He created you and formed you. He gave you talents and abilities. And He says, I just wish you could know how much that you're loved. He said, uh, which passeth knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Today there is a power that is working in you that is so big. It is so exceeding what anybody could imagine, what you could even imagine or think. And I'm telling you, you have, some of you have not even reached it yet. You're just now figuring it out. And if you will realize that you were built to serve and you'll start opening your heart and giving of yourself to your family and your friends and your co-workers and your, 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 your church. And you know what? You'll find yourself so much happier because you're men of God who are built to serve. And God has given you talents and abilities.